Jones, and next to me, as always, is... Hi, it's Bonnie Scalisi here. How are you in Facebook land? Hello, hello, hello. So it's been a, it's been kind of wild. This is the first show of 2023. Oh, yeah. Nice That's to right. see you guys. Um, how did you spend your New Year's? Oh, I actually... You had a scandalous picture of... If you're I friends have... with Bonnie Scalisi on Facebook, <laughs> it was a really... What I nice... think is funny no, it was, is that it people thought funny. it was scandalous, but it no really part of my body was shown. You would see more at the, the beach. It, you would yeah. see more at the beach. It I was so it was, much, it was so tantalizing. It was that. very nice. It was me wearing <laughs> I love it. Uh, a, spark, a sparkly jacket um, and heels. And then there was and just... And underwear. <laughs> and it was revealing. But it was great. Or panties, as <laughs> we like to call them. I think it. I think it was great. It was I, my way of saying I. I might be getting older, but you know. I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm embracing I, it. I'm, uh, you know. Everybody's gotta embrace I'm, what they are. I don't think people. You know, all these women. I really hate it. Like it was one of the ladies at work, uh, birthday over the weekend. So everybody in the chat, like, oh, happy birthday, yeah. and some one of the guys like, happy 29th birthday. It's like she's like a forty-something-year-old lady. Yeah, it's like, a, it's, it's a little, a, give it up. It's a little, like, um, and I don't think she's even like that. It's just. You know, Jim Ray always says that. Happy twenty yeah. first party, party, party like you're twenty one. Yeah, again. party. All right, I could do party like I'm twenty one, but really, I don't want to. I want to party like I'm thirty two. Like yeah. how I figured life out. Twenty one, I blacked out and threw up. And yeah, it, I didn't know how to party. Now I do. It, it's kind of like um, a midlife crisis kind of thing. You know, yeah. so I was just like, I just accept your age. Yeah, it was just like, but you know, I I was feeling it and I took a photo and I. I posted it. My daughter called me up and she's like, take that photo down. And I said, so no, I will you not. You take your photos down. <laughs> like, yeah, I, Everybody's the, got the, so much the showing on the up. internet. There's way more revealing. There's way oh, worse way of things. Way more you could have shown, Bonnie. It, you see more, that's what I was saying. You see more in you a could. bathing suit. So I just want to say hi. David Lange is uh, tuning in. He said, good evening. Uh, Jennifer Lentini, I just saw her yesterday. Love you, Jennifer. She's going to be our guest next month because it's Heart Awareness Month, if I'm saying that correctly. Or a transplant? Tr- transplant. Trans- <laughs> Jennifer, Donor. type it in. Um, transplant recipient? What is it? Uh, Donor Appreciation Na- Month? Tell us. Yeah, tell us, Jennifer. <laughs> Nancy Weems is saying hello. Uh, she said, oh, they're talking about, uh, oh, autism build. Oh, an autism build-in process. All proceeds go to 
Taka. I don't know what that is. Um, yeah, Nancy, Nancy that's, not sure what you're that's gotta about. be a, um, maybe that's an acronym, but her son, uh, <laughs> that was your rule. Her <laughs> son builds, uh, motorcycles work. and then, uh, people bid on them and the price keeps going up and up and then they raffle off then whatever the raffle money is they donate oh so i guess they're gonna donate so he's gonna these build it must he's probably building a motorcycle for autism nancy if you send me that um information if you like message me after the show i will reshare that Hmm. uh so jennifer said it's heart awareness month Go Red for Women Month, which oh, I, awesome. I guess goes hand in hand. Perfect. And Taz is tuning in. Taz. Monday. Bonnet. <laughs> hey, Taz. Okay, so um, the, the, I just wanted to, you want to plug our G's Club show, and then I'll plug. Yes, and I'm going to say. Yeah, you have some another G's show coming up. Club, because somebody thought I was saying Cheese Club. <laughs> and, and, and don't they have a new name now? Yes, now it, it was formerly G's Club. Now it's going to be called The Avenue. I don't know if, uh, what's his name from, uh, oh, you're not going to remember it, from uh, <laughs> from the Bar Rescue. I don't know if John Taffer oh, was yeah, there, yeah. if John Taffer came through, or if they just, <laughs> I don't know if there was, I don't know what happened with management, but it's the same great people. They just painted, and um, Stacy said they gave the place a facelift. So it's yes, called The and, Avenue. And they, formerly everything is still going to be Club. the same except the facelift. Yes, and that's 157 Hempstead Avenue in West Hempstead. Bonnie and I will be there on Monday, January 16th. Uh, free comedy show from 7.30 to 9. If you're a comic and you come down, you automatically get a spot on future shows, plus a chance to perform the night of the show. We do raffle off one um, spot the night of the show. So come down on January 16th. That's Monday coming up to... The this Avenue. Monday. This Monday. Monday. Our headliner is Steve Rocco Perot. Yes. Hi, Bruno. How are you? The Prince of Darkness. Um, speaking of Steve, I am in his very last produced show on Saturday, January 28th in the Giggle Room. It's called Nights of Rocco, and he will not be producing shows anymore. This is his last produced show, so if you were ever uh, in one of his shows, and he's had a lot of, he's helped a lot of comics. Come out and show support for Steve Rocco Perot uh, at Governors in Levittown on January 28th in the Giggle Room. And aren't you going to Pennsylvania? Yes. That's I so will, cool. Yes, I'll be at the Keystone stage in Pennsylvania on February 11th. They do a comedy show and dinner, so ticket ticket gets you uh, a plate of food as well. And it's all women. It's all women. And uh, the other show coming up is on Sunday, this Sunday, the 15th, I'll be at Alibi lounge in farmingdale that's a five dollar uh cover i believe it's a shows a seven and i was gonna say i believe but that's true um and that's all I and and my boyfriend's tuning in i want to say hi to michael, michael. And, and bruno loves your hair thank you and if we're not uh are we ready to introduce yeah no further ado we're okay so our guest performs all over he's performed at mohican sun the riviera the riviera in palm springs he was on the howard stern show the very, very funny Chris Williamson. And I want to say one of the nicest people in comedy. <laughs> Welcome. From personal experience. Sometimes they say I'm too nice, though. Yeah, I'm, I, I, if you're too nice, it, it's not good. It can it's hurt not you, good. right? It hurts. All right, so fuck yeah. both of you. Yeah. No, no. We got to keep yeah. appearances up. You got to be nice to everybody. You got to try to be nice to everybody. And I just, if I don't get along with somebody, I just got to... 
Yeah. Pick your other side of the room. Right, right. <laughs> we avoid people we don't like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't not show up because of people we don't like. We just kind of pretend they're not there. Just sparkle. It pisses them off, you know? <laughs> so, um, something interesting about you, that you're not just a comic, but you help people do, motiva- not motivational speaking, it's, is it, uh, what was it, what is the right word for it? It's Technic- public speaking? Yeah, like, te- technically I'm a consultant. So okay. Th- this will shock a lot of people that are watching. Comics don't make a lot of money. Right? <laughs> like, there's, there's not a ton of money in the in the comedy world, right? You know, so so most of us have day jobs and, and stuff. And um, I, I worked in corporate America for a long time. Uh, 2018, I went. Um, I do public speaking. Like I might speak at conventions. I do things like that. Um, I do consulting work. Uh, yeah, I, I get to travel a lot. Like last week, I was in Delaware. You know, recently I've been in Portland, Oregon, Milwaukee. What, what do you say when you speak to people? Um, well, I worked in the home improvement industry, so I mean, I could bore you with like roofing talk and windows talk <laughs> and stuff. But like, it's typically like. Um, so, so it's not about the people getting up there and being able to do public speaking. You're speaking in public about things. Yeah, like I might be talking about like recruiting. A lot of companies, like nobody wants to work, right? So it's hard to right. hire people. So, but, you know, I think like when I do a convention, I speak about recruiting, but I make it funny. You know, that, but it's more industry, industry related, you know? How do you keep people's attention? It's so hard for people to even fucking Even attention. for comics to keep people's <laughs> yeah. attention. Your mom is tuning in. Hi, hey, mom. Hi, Mary. I, I think one of the problems is people tend to use uh, PowerPoint presentations now. Okay. So one of the things that helped me in corporate America was coming from comedy. Like, I, I'm not afraid to do crowd work. So I'll do crowd work when I'm speaking <laughs> in front of a group of oh, people. Oh, they must love that. And that yeah. does keep them on their toes. Yeah, because if I ask them questions and, you know, keep it, try to keep it fun, you know. Sometimes the topic might be kind of boring, but you can make it funny. Did you always feel confident in front of a crowd, or did somebody help you, or something change? Well, when I was a new comic, I had good mentors. So I, I was nervous at first, like every other every other comedian. But um, there were there were people that were nice to me when I was new that encouraged me. Like one one was uh, Bobby Collins, who's oh wow yeah pretty major guy. Like he he was he gave me a spot. Yeah, in front of him and encouraged me and um, I was doing comedy a short period of time and there's a guy named, his name is Paul Veneer they call him the comedy tornado okay. I worked I worked I did a free spot with him somewhere and he liked me and the next thing I knew I was opening up for him like up and down oh, the that's, coast. sometimes that's wow. all it takes is just one person yeah there's a guy Mike Irwin he passed away he was a comic from upstate and he taught comedy classes and he told me like not that I kiss butt, but like he said, you don't have to kiss everybody. You just need to kiss one good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's for any career, right? I mean, not just comedy. Yeah. I, I was told um, by somebody I took a lesson from. Um, You're pointing at me. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> she took a lesson from. <laughs> I, took, I took a lesson. I took a lesson from John Ziegler, and he said that a lot of times teachers are good comics because they're used to being in front of a class. Even, even if they were little kids, you're up in front of a, of a room full of people, they're little people, and you know, you start, you're used to, that's a type of public speaking. Right. And I remember when I first started as a teacher, it, I did my student teaching, my first part one was a fourth grade class mm-hmm. upstate, and I was terrified to get up in front of that class. 
And the teacher who I was, um, who was mentoring me was very, very encouraging. And yeah. she let me watch for a while. And then finally she's like, you can't stay at the edge of the pool forever. <laughs> you got to get in there. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. And, you know, it, 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 it got a little bit easier each time. You know, you know, you realize too, like if you were, if we're, if we were in a play, right, and someone says the play stinks, there's probably ten people in the play. You know, <laughs> when they say that comic stinks, you're we're very vulnerable up there, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. Right, we're, you're on your own. You're it's a solo. Yeah, and, and what are we talking about? We're talking about like our most, our innermost, you know, flaws or whatever it might be, and we're going in front of like two hundred people, <laughs> you know, and so I was nervous in the beginning. You know, like anybody else, you know, um, I always like had kind of a, a, a like my family's in real estate. So I used to, I was certified to like teach real estate classes when I was younger. So I wasn't a teacher like like you were, but like I would instruct classes. So yeah. I wasn't really that afraid to do public speaking. Well, my boyfriend says, Chris, is it true you do a seminar? How to expense beer and hookers after a trade show? No hookers. No hookers. <laughs> Just the beer. But oh, Stevie, D, Stevie GB is tuning in. Hi, hi, Stevie. Uh, uh, we are in a private show with Stevie GB yeah. on... Um, Speaking of hookers, Stevie GB's on, on the line. Saturday, <laughs> sorry, Friday, January 28th yeah. uh, at the uh, Bab Babylon Yacht Club. The Yacht Club, yeah. So thank you, Stevie GB, for that Very hoi polloi. Thank you, Peter Stevie. Najak is tuning in. Um, and Bruno said, last one in the pool is a rotten egg. That's true. That's, you know, you got to get your feet wet. Peter Najek said, when, when I'm afraid before a show, I try to funnel it into my comedy. Yeah, I guess use that nervous energy to, to do something good with yeah, it. Yeah, and I try to always slow down because oh, you, yeah. get, you get That's nervous and you want to go fast. Right. And people will miss the joke. Yes. Um, always so you slow have to down. Relax and Hello. slow down. Jennifer said, you, you are, I was never, I never been a comic but i've seen many and i give you all so much credit yeah that it's difficult yes. yeah jennifer is very inspiring like i i met jennifer at coasters back in the day yeah, and we used to jennifer. do shows there and uh i just i i always try to love her posts and stuff but i don't know jennifer that well but she should know that she's very inspiring when she is she's oh, gonna yeah. be our, she's gonna be our guest next month on february 8th yes february yeah. 8th. February yes stevie gb we're we're, all, we're both looking forward to it and um you know, I'm practicing. <laughs> I have three new minutes that I'm hope I'm hoping to uh, try out. Nice. Th three new minutes is a lot of time to. Yeah, that's half people's act. That could be, that could be very. <laughs> I have terrifying. seven minutes. You always say that, but you but, switch your jokes out. You got more than seven minutes. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Oh, Jennifer said, "Don't inflate my ego. I no, won't, I won't best, fit Jen. out the door." But thank you so much. <laughs> Elizabeth uh, Badatid is watching. Uh, Elizabeth is a great Bad supporter of comedy. Badatid? Oh, yeah, I'm surprised you never see her. She's always watching. And your sister on the Janelle Facebook. is watching. I, I missed that. Hi, Janelle. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, show, up, show up, you guys. She's very Club supportive on, on the, Monday. On the when, post. When I work with my uh, boyfriend, Eric Tartaglioni, at Governor's, Elizabeth <laughs> is usually there. Oh, nice. She's a big, uh, big supporter of comics. Awesome. Oh, that's great. Well, uh, Elizabeth, we have a show on Monday. <laughs> yeah. This Monday at um, Cheese Club, Cheese Club in West Hempstead, starting at seven thirty. Seven o'clock doors. Seven thirty show. Seven thirty show. Yeah. The show starts, so, and it's free. 
So, so you have three new minutes of comedy. That's how, what is that, like 12 I, I, or 15 jokes? Or, you know, how do you I'm figure gonna that I'm going to stretch out? it. <laughs> yeah, like how are you figuring Like we just minutes? talked about it. I'm going to talk very slowly. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm, I'm just taking my set and adding more to it, each part. Like I talk about my mother-in-law. So this new set that I'm trying on the sixth, on, on Monday. Yeah, come It'll see be my it. first time trying it. I already say stuff about my mother-in-law that's in my set. Now I've added three more pieces. Mm-hmm. And then I already say something about my autistic boys, so I added, like, to that. And then I have one joke that's just an add-on. That's mm-hmm. nothing. To, I was already talking about COVID, so I added another COVID joke. And then I have one last piece, which I haven't tried to memorize yet, which is about, you know, keeping the house clean and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which I think everybody can relate to. Yeah, and that's the thing for the people who aren't comics. It can be terrifying to try new material it's out. It's terrifying. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying because I have a terrible memory, and my worst nightmare is getting up on the stage and just freezing. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, I mean, not so much now because I'm almost on some stuff. I'm on, like, autopilot, you know. But, yeah. but yeah, when I was newer, I would. F- that was my biggest fear was that I would forget, I would forget stuff. And, and now, even, like, if I'm doing new stuff, I'll... I'll forget like a line or or you know you go into new stuff maybe you have five or six jokes the first one doesn't work so now you abandon the next five well that's yeah. the thing that's is, the thing you got to power through sometimes right. and yes. it's not comfortable yeah. as i get older though the hardest thing for me is remembering names like if i am doing crowd work i'll forget people's names like two two seconds after i i, I learn their name <laughs> I, I forget it you well, know i don't you know? do any crowd work i have so. to start doing that that's a good way to add time to your set. You know, it could go horribly wrong. That's what, <laughs> no, my husband, every time he sees crowd work, he's like, they have no jokes, they got nothing. Because like, like you said, it's buying time. It, like, it, it, that's how I started doing a lot of crowd work. I, I started working the road, right? So I, I was doing comedy. I, I met this guy, the comedy tornado, Paul Veneer. He got me in touch with his promoter. It was this guy, Steve Bix, that a lot of... Steve just passed away uh, a few months ago. But Steve oh. would book me. And he booked me in like Altoona, Pennsylvania. It was like eight, eight or nine hours away. And it was me and one other comic. And maybe I had 10 minutes at the time. And they came to me and they said, Chris, the other comic's running late. Just go up there and we'll let you know. Just start. Oh, right? oh my God. Yeah. And, and oh, I we'll, would have a heart attack. Right. We'll let you know when he, when he gets here, yeah. you know? And, I ended up doing like 25 minutes when I had 10, right? So, wow. So I needed crowd because you, your husband's right, Mandy. <laughs> it was like time. I was out of, I had nothing. I was I also know. told to keep a bottle of water there and to slow yourself down in between jokes. Not every joke, right. but in between jokes, you take a sip of the water mm-hmm. and, you know, that slows you down. That's a good idea. So I'm going to try that. <laughs> I'll probably yeah, spill never, the water all over I like the speaker a- and... Mm-hmm. That's a good idea because people bring beer and drinks up there all the time, mm-hmm. but I never think of water. You know, what I think's brilliant was when the first time I going back to like the Long Island comics, but like Kevin Downey Jr. does that sip bit. That was like he, like he, his drink actually became that part actually, of his act. The reason he did that was the same exact reason he had to stretch the the amount of time he was on stage. He was told to do forty five minutes like much more time than he was supposed to yeah and that's how he filled the time just in that one show and it just 
stuck with him and now it's like his trademark. Yeah, it's just amazing when the audience will yell back something like sip when you take a drink, you know, it just blew, blew me away, you know. And um, it, it came out of, um, it wasn't planned, it came out of that kind of thing where he was just thrown into something. Yeah, or like a guy like Ron White who uses this, like a cigar and, and whiskey as, as a prop, you know. Um, but I, those are the type of things, I know you, you went to stand-up university, like that, that's where I started, was it? That, I went to, first I went to um, uh, John Trusen, that was my first class that I right. ever took. And, and then I had a, a good seven minutes, I, well I had like six minutes, and I, and I would stretch it to seven, <laughs> and then I took that, mm -hmm. and that gave me, you know, another solid minute. And believe it or not, it's just like they give you a lot of stuff, but then you end up rejecting it all because, I don't know, it doesn't feel right. Or, and and, and it's, it's a good learning process to attend those classes. Like, that's why I do it. And it's also great connections. And I love the class. I love yeah. both classes. Me too. I enjoyed them both. I learned a lot from Peter Bales about hosting. When we talk about, like, like I, I didn't... I didn't really, I, maybe it was dumb, like I didn't realize that, I, I thought comics went on stage, they put a napkin down and they drink. I didn't realize they had like their bits on an you index card. That? I didn't realize that when I started comedy, you know? Um, you know, the little tricks of the trade like that, that I didn't realize. So that, that would kind of help me remember, like we're talking about forgetting things, but at, but at the same time, you're just writing one or two words. You're not writing like the whole act on that, on that index card. Just so card. that you don't completely forget your set. To have the, the, they call them keywords. Yep. Because I have seen people completely go blank up there. Yeah. And oh, everybody was always making fun of me for bringing my little sheet up there. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? So far, I've never gone blank. And when I freeze, I have that to look at. But I have tried to stop using it. But, you know, it's hard. It's kind of a security blanket. It is a security blanket, 100%. Yeah, it's like Linus with his blue blanket yeah. on, on Snoopy, you know. But yeah, it, it, that's, I would use those a lot, like when I, was, when I was new. I always had one of those. And then I wouldn't buy like the little index cards. I'd buy the big <laughs> index cards because I could get more information on Me there. Me too. And, and now as I get older, if I'm wearing glasses, I have to like raise my glasses <laughs> to look at the index card. But you that, now you're a headliner and you, you, you headline shows. I was just at the Shore House with you. Long and, Beach, yeah. And you did a, a great job. I, I heard that they had equipment problems at their first show. So, so you want to talk about that? Yeah, so our, our friend Jeff had a show. Yeah, I headlined the Shore House. That was great. Like, I'm, I'm weird. I'm like a utility guy. I'll host. I'll close. I don't, I don't mind. I don't have, I don't, there's some comments. You don't have an ego. I don't have an ego that, I'm a nice guy, right? We said at the beginning. Yes, you're very I don't really nice. have an ego that way, you know, but, but yeah, we did. This place, uh, Jeff, they're actually doing a show there tonight um, at the Shore House. It's Long Beach is becoming like a hotbed for comedy. You oh, know? is that show tonight? Yeah, they have a show tonight. But then I know our buddy uh, Dan LaRocco has Rich, a Because I think Rich Walker is in the next, he's headlining the next show. Yeah, I think that might be tonight. Oh, rats. I was going to try to go see it. <laughs> yeah. But it's a cool, like the sound system now, they have it perfect. Like it's, you can hear it outside the place that... The, the front of it is kind of a restaurant. Then there's a bar in the back. It was a great crowd. That yeah, it's a great they were, crowd. They were a great crowd. Yeah. Uh, but I know there's other shows going on. Long Beach seems like a great spot for a comedy club. or. It, it's, the, the thing that Michael and I saw about Long Beach, because, you know, 
we are night people. We start <laughs> going out at 10. And now you'd think Long Beach would be a place where there'd be things to do at night. And there's very few places that are open at night. The place that we were at, the Shore House, was one of the few that is open at night. Yeah. So I think that's very good for, for having a show there because um, there's not that much else to do. And there's so many people that live in Long Beach. And, and the yeah, and all condensed so in that many. little area. Yeah. 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 They've had, there's a, I don't remember the name of the place, but there's a place where they have like Jeffrey Ross has been down there. They've had some kind of big names in Long Beach um, over the last year, but I, but I think that's a spot that... That's the only spot I ever did in Long Beach. You did it too. Mm -hmm. You did it also. Mm -hmm. But I, I haven't done anything in Long Beach. It's, it's kind of a hike for me. <laughs> so what happens is with these new comics, like a guy like Jeff, Jeff, our, our friend Jeff who, yes, who Jeff runs... Jeff Goldberg. Jeff Goldberg runs this show in Long Beach. It's... Uh, it's hard to get stage time, so they create their own stage time, which is just something else. You're, you're a new comic. You're trying to figure out, like, how, what's my act, write my material, and now you can't find any place to perform it. So Well, the bringer shows are very hard. Yeah. You know, hey, we'll give you five minutes if you bring six people to the yeah. show. And, yeah. You know, and some of those shows go for two and a half hours, and, you know, they seem oh, like yeah, they're they, never going to they, end. They can be very challenging because I actually – sit and watch those shows mm -hmm. in, as an audience member. I remember, I'm not going to say where or who produced it, but I, me and Michael, went for somebody. The show was three and a half hours. And, right. and the people started leaving, including the people who performed, left. And there was this one guy who hadn't performed yet. He had a whole table of people that he had brought. And, and uh, Michael goes, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And I go, we have to stay. Because that guy, that guy has as much right to have some kind of an audience as the rest of them. But that was, uh, you know, after the show, I'll tell you who it was. But it, that was really, you know, not a good thing. Not good. Uh, Michael said, bringer <laughs> shows are a great way to get rid of friends and family. <laughs> That's funny, Michael. Uh, so no, my, my daughter won't even come. She's like, it basically, you know, I... I I roped her into coming to a few a few things that she didn't want to go to. She saw some major headliners. I'm not going to say who, and she wasn't impressed. She yeah. just doesn't like comedy. Oh, Alan Streisfeld, how are you? Alan. I love his post. I think he's I, I think he's great. Alan's, we should have Alan on. Yeah, Alan's yeah. our friend. He's like the king of the uh, of the joke a day kind of. Oh, I love his I love his stuff. I he he knows I always like his stuff. I love Alan because the last show I did with Alan was at Ben's Kosher Deli, and I, I got paid to do comedy and I got food. Is that in Bayside? Yeah, I did the Bayside That's one. Rare, but food <laughs> is better than money at times. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're Especially equal to me. <laughs> yeah. Food equals money. What's um the best piece of advice you've ever received? It could be about comedy, or it could just be life. Um, well, I, I, I'm in comedy mode. I, I, I so this advice but I, I i was kind of frustrated early on in my in my you know comedy life and yeah. i went to if i wasn't working i would hang out with bobby collins because he was like he was he, my, was, he was just at governor's yeah so michelle bobby, fox uh, was the was um the, the host and and he was with her bobby was like my favorite comic and when i became a comic i met him and he was just really cool he was really cool to me and i would hang out with him and i remember i went to philly and I was kind of, Bobby was in Philly at the Stress Factory, and I had dinner. We had dinner, 
and I was kind of I was kind of complaining right about like this guy won't book me and this is and and he was like would you stop crying <laughs> you know, <laughs> like why he's like you're you're getting like really negative he's like if this isn't fun like don't do it that's perfect I love that you know um that's kind of like getting your face slapped, yeah. but but um, metaphorically, what's the word? Yeah, metaphorically. Me- metaphorically, getting your sla- face slapped. Yeah. Is is that you have to remember? Uh, the reason I got into it, strangely enough, was be- was I was lonely and I wanted to meet people and get and have make friends. Yeah. And you know, I I I realized that in comedy, you have to be careful, like because. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't want, once again, I don't want to go into the negative. I've learned, don't go into the negative. Yeah. Just try to be happy with what you get. Be thankful for people who support you and the people who don't like you. Just try to, you know, you know, be nice to them, but keep your distance. And geez, you've met people. How many people <laughs> commented on your picture of you? Oh, like over 400. Yeah, and those 20. are all people that you pretty much either know or know from Facebook, like decently the, well, you know what I mean? Those are like, like my Facebook family. Those are peeps. My, uh, my <laughs> Facebook peeps. It's funny, though, that you want to meet people, and like now you've met comics, and you realize how crazy and twisted we all are. You know? Well, if you're a comic, you have to be crazy and twisted, so I must be crazy and twisted <laughs> because I'm one of them. Yeah. Mark Cummings, does, uh, that sounds familiar. He said, uh, eh, it's, it's Williamson, like the bridge. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Do you know Mark? I know Mark. Mark, this will shock you. Mark is a guy I know from my neighborhood bar. So. Uh, oh, know. that's so funny. Nancy uh. Weems said something very important. Thank you, Nancy. Can everyone who's watching please press the share button yeah. and share the show? Because I tried to share the show to groups while the show was live. <laughs> And I got in trouble with a lot of groups because I was pressing buttons. And there's so many rules with the groups. Yeah. Oh, and oh, you, you, you can't post a video or you can't post a flyer or whatever it is. So can everyone please share the show? So you see him at a local bar? Yeah, I haven't seen Mark in a little while. Hi, Mark. But yeah, Welcome Mark's to a, Wildflowers. Mark's a fun guy. What, what, He's a can, musician. He plays guitar. Mm. He plays guitar. Yeah, but he loves comedy. I find a lot of musicians love comedy. And it's very similar, mm-hmm. right? Like music and comedy <laughs> in that the, my boyfriend was in a band and played bass oh, yeah? when he was in high, high school. And he saw the whole scene when he was younger. And he was like, I could either follow this or I could actually try to you know, make money. And he left the whole thing behind and then I I'm friends with a band and he sees them and part of him is like what what if what if I had and then the other part is like oh yeah I remember why I don't want to do this right, and right. why I I went the opposite way your sister's saying it's nothing like comedy ah, <laughs> I love your sister <laughs> it's on stage in front of people um it's, a, it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's, name. I guess the only thing, your sister's right in that it's different, but it's the same in that you're getting up on stage and you have to remember your chords <laughs> and, and playing with the group. You're, you're, you're tied in with a group and comedy, you have to remember your routine. And you, but so you're up on, st- on stage and you, ha- you kind of have to remember your stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how it's the same. 
you know what's funny too like the other thing i learned is like don't blame the audience like, like that's definitely true it's on me to make the audience laugh if they don't laugh it's my fault and you something know, people there. always says oh well they thought it was funny in brooklyn or oh they thought it was funny last night and it's like oh so there's something funny with tonight right it's yeah no the only thing that's i will say is i don't do political humor i <laughs> i don't but for people who do it works one way in the city and a completely different way on long island that's the only thing that's different as far as the audience goes. They, they, if you're very liberal and you do shows in Manhattan, they'll love you. And if you do the same kind of jokes here, you'll get booed or even maybe beaten up. So yeah. it, that, that, I, I, that's why I do, not, I do political things on my Facebook page, but I do not do any politics in my stand-up. I, I was a new comic, newer comic, and I was with another, I don't know if he wants me to mention who it was, but I was with another comic who's, he's a headliner now, I mean, guy you'd know, and we both got to open for this guy, the coach, Tom Whiteley, he's a New Jersey guy, but he's a, he's a football coach, that was his thing, so he wore like the old leather, like helmets from okay. like the 1950s, and he dressed like a coach, shorts, t-shirt, and a whistle, so so I went up and bombed. I ate it so bad that night. And then oh. my, my friend went up and bombed, and he ate it that night. And we were both in the back of the room going, oh, this crowd sucks. This is like the worst. It was like 100 people. Like, this crowd sucks. So the coach goes walking up, and he's got this stupid leather. You know, though, It wasn't even like really a leather helmet, though. It was like knit. Like his mother-in-law <laughs> knit it, right? And he walks up, and he blows the whistle, picks his butt once. Blows the whistle, picks, picks his, his butt. butt. People are laughing. Right? <laughs> then then he, gets, he gets on stage. He looks at them. He blows it once, picks his butt. They, now he blows it twice and picks his butt twice. They're, they're pounding on the tables. Like, you know, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, That's what they wanted. Yeah, we're like, it's a great crowd. We just didn't you, get them. You, you, you didn't get what their vibe was. <laughs> right. Michael said, uh, you learn not to blame the audience when you play at biker bars yeah. because... That, you know, you don't want to piss them off. No. That, that's for sure. They're actually nice, though, usually, the oh, biker I, bars. Know, I've played plenty of those. Oh, you know. Some of those people are the most patriotic people <laughs> of all. And they, they love They're comedy. crazy, but... <laughs> your sister's saying, give me Lucy Ball vibes, Mandy. Love it. Oh, giving me Lucy Ball. Yeah, thanks, Janelle. Uh, just real quick, we'll have... Um, we've been having our... Ever since one of our guests took over reading the ad. Richard we Lampone. <laughs> we, we had have, to figure it out. We forgot who it was. <laughs> we have Richard. the ad read um, that Chris is going to do for us. So oh, so this is for Key Fitz. Yeah. My buddy Key Fitz. It's the best. Everybody loves Key. Yeah. I, I, I love him. Yeah. I, I said... <laughs> you know, your sister goes, you can't read. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... Hilarious. So we're doing a, a live commercial for Key's Love Just... So just yes. At, at there's, Key, look, there's a little thing up there. Oh, there... I, at Key's Roast, I said he looked like a cross between Pippi Longstocking and Carrot Top. That's what I said. <laughs> we, we had fun at his roast. But Key's Love Jewelry and Key's Cutlery. Key's Love Jewelry, stainless steel jewelry, all nickel and tarnish free. Knives, swords, self-defense equipment. Excellent quality for reasonable prices. Shop online at keyslovejewelry.com or keyscutlery.com. And he is in a new location at Retro Relics on Middle Country Road in Lake Grove, New York. I should really take out it's in a new location because he's been there for a while now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not so still. That's still a new. Yeah, thing, I mean he kinda. was he was at his old you location know, for a long to, time. Yeah, you know, you 
years ago. I'm not sure what my boyfriend means by this, but he said, Chris Leatherhoods sounds like an interesting bar. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Was, did you say something about the bar? No. I hung out with the guy in a leather hood. No, the leather helmet was the, the, the comedian. Oh, that's the name of the oh, comedian. Oh, the coach. We're mixing, the coach. We're mixing okay, yeah. you, you misunderstood what he said, Michael. Yeah. We're mixing That's the name up. of the guy, not the name of the bar. But I hang out with the band, O.L. Amore, and that guy wears a leather mask. Oh, The really? lead singer. Yeah, so I thought he might have... Because I post a lot of photos with them, and people say... I'm dating the guys in the band. I'm their biggest groupie. I'm, you know. Now, can I ask you a question? And, yeah. And you don't have to answer it if you don't uh, want to. All right. But I, I happen to know that you have a new girlfriend. <laughs> I do have a new girlfriend. And that you met her through Facebook. So her, her name is uh, Stephanie. And yeah, I met her on, on Facebook. And I've been not with my wife for, I've been divorced for number of years now and uh like da- dating stinks like you know dating i know you dating, dating is hard it's yes. hard it's not easy i liked it but <laughs> oh really I you're did. the one that liked it yeah so i, it I gave met... me a lot of stories <laughs> yeah so i met her on facebook and and we, you know we met and i i'm not good on first dates like I, I feel like i'm awkward and i'm not good at it oh yeah i'm, I'm shy i'm terrible nice people are usually shy okay yeah and i would go on first dates at the end i would never try to kiss someone good night i'd like shake their hands <laughs> good night and like i was i was a mess but uh yes yeah, so we met we hit it off and uh you know it's going great I'm so happy. For yeah, you. I'm like because he put it is you know how in Facebook you have your relationship status. Oh, okay. He, he Facebook he official. Every, yes. And she's status too. We're both status. Yes. Wow. So it's official. I'm crazy about her. I'm gonna say that. Oh, yeah. that's nice. And you know how I know you know how I know I am honestly. Um, I'm writing bits about it now. Oh. Like it's inspiring me to okay, some stuff nice. that I think is funny. You know. Good. Um. So yeah. So it's going. It's going great. And, and th- then they go, oh, well, don't move, don't move too fast. People say that, Aww. you know. But mm. I feel like me and my husband right away, as soon, well, as soon well, as we, young. But it's right different. when we decided <laughs> that this is what we're doing, this is what you're doing. I don't want to half-ass. Once we went this far, I don't want to go back to playing games and not being sure. Yeah, Once you're all in, you're fucking all in. Yeah, it's like, don't, okay, after the first date, don't text for blah, blah, blah. Oh, I, yeah, like, none I, of that bullshit applies. So I like, she's don't not fucking play any of those games. No, no, but I, I think I texted her before she got home that night. You know what I mean? It's like, I, <laughs> I didn't, you, you know. You don't play games. I broke every, every guy rule with dating oh, oh, her. <laughs> you know what? I think that it, you found somebody who's real because you're real. Yeah. You found so Pat Marone is is um, tuning in. Hi, Pat. Uh, he said, "How you doing?" <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, Pat was playing um, the Honeymooners. Um, he played Ralph Cramden for you know, and didn't yeah. really was such a successful run in that. So and I don't ha- know how your girlfriend will feel about this, but my sister's saying, "Chris, your voice needs to be my Siri." Yeah. <laughs> you need you some do have bad a nice voice. Long I Island. Do I really? And I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'm gonna say that he, um, he met my. Can I tell that? <laughs> yeah. Open okay. book. Okay. Oh, I worked at a school, and I have a teacher friend. I'm not gonna say her name on air, and he was kind of like chatting with her. I don't think you ever actually met her. Never. Right? No, never. Preliminary and, chat. And, I, and, I, and she kind of asked me about him and I said, he's so nice. He's so nice. But I don't think they would have made a good match. Let's just say that. Okay. I'm not right. going to go into anything. 
Chris you know, will tell you off air about it. And Captain Splash <laughs> is coming, tuning in. Hi, Captain Splash. She said, hi, girls. Haven't seen you guys in a while. How are you doing? I was behind <laughs> you on the highway one day, Captain Splash. I was really? like, yeah, her license plate is Captain Splash. And I was like, oh my where God. am I, Captain Splash? It was, we were in fucking Pat East Nowhere And Chris well. Smith. That's Taz's mom. Chris Smith. Chris Smith is, I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, and I know Taz really well. I mean, she's been in my car and everything. <laughs> Pat Morone Pat <laughs> called me nothing, Elton John. Nothing funny nice. going on in the car. <laughs> I was just driving her. I get called Elton John a lot. Pat Marone is uh, called me Elton John. I, oh, I can see that. Yeah, can you? That yeah. and Elton the guy John? who played Truman Capote. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? <laughs> I can see you doing it. Like when he was alive or now? Like how do you mean that? <laughs> no, since he's been dead. That's horrible. That's sick. I don't know what she's talking about. But, but you know, so that, that lady you're talking about, I was on... I was oh, on, yeah, here we go. Oh, tell, on, tell them about the Thanksgiving right, that's, that's so funny. So I, I've been on like every day. So this side. is my teacher friend who I've known for years. Yeah. I know that they're in a chat and... And you know, and, I, and, and proceed from there. So, so we were chatting, and it, like I have weird, I have weird things happen, like 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 dating, um, like you know, just like I'm so happy now because I don't have to deal with this anymore, you know. And it, it was that that lady that you knew. We were chatting, and like she went on vacation. I never, I never heard from her again. Right, I didn't hear from her again. And then one day, this is maybe two years later, I, I'm. I, I was like on stage. I get off. I'm on a text thread. There's like 60 texts, and it's all about like Thanksgiving dinner. And I don't know any. <laughs> I know none of the phone numbers, right? On the text. So finally, like I, I kind of answer, and I go, "Hey, everybody, um, I don't think this was meant for me." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we know it's you, Uncle Chris." And I'm like, "Yeah, but and they're like, what's your?" So I gave like my last name. And long story short, her this. Lady that you knew, her brother or something was named Chris. She tagged me. She took put his phone number in the family Thanksgiving chat. So so all of a sudden she's like, oh wait, aren't were you the guy that we were talking from like Match.com like a year ago? And I, and like like you know one of her nieces is like, oh my god, aunt, you know whatever. And she's, she's like, I'm so embarrassed, right? And then they start inviting me over for Thanksgiving, like the family. <laughs> but I didn't go. And it, and we we spoke like three times after that, and then she disappeared again she ghosted yeah she ghosted yeah you know was, things happen for a reason yeah because if you ha if she hadn't ghosted you you wouldn't have met the person you met now who was really the one who was meant for you i agree i mean 100 percent. all the all the bad stuff sets you up for when you get the per the right person mm -hmm. you know and you feel more grateful for having them 100 because you've been through whatever you've been through yeah so your sister said talk about getting your lines crossed. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, your the phone lines. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you, you met Glenn when? It's college, when I was right? nineteen. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's it's amazing. and it's funny because in my we were talking about getting lines crossed in my phone. My my father-in-law is not your husband, <laughs> Big Glenn, because <laughs> under no circumstances. Like, <laughs> Out of my mind, will he get anything that's not? <laughs> oh, then I ever even text him? Just I have him in my phone. No, you have to be careful with the text. I, I'm, I've made many of a mistake <laughs> with, you know, you know how texting people back and forth, 
and you say something to one person that was meant for the other person. Yeah. Oh my God. So now I'm very careful. <laughs> Nancy Weems said, um, "Oh, you accept a friend request. They like all your photos. Pees me off." Mm. <laughs> oh, like right when they do like a big stalk when they first came through. Like, oh, like I stalked yeah, you. Yeah, that's happened to me many times. Sorry, Nancy, so, yeah. that's probably me. I Nancy. go through and I'm like, oh, yeah. there's things I need to love. I'm like... Well, you like a picture what? from eight years ago I or something. Your they trip know. to Greece five years uh, ago seemed great. Now they know you're, they're cre you're creeping on them, you know. But yeah, it was... Uh, that, your friend was... That was funny. Because I, I kind of got like an edge, like she might have been Let tough. Let me just say this. You're very nice. She's not... I don't want to say she's not no. nice, but she's very assertive. Okay. Very, very assertive. I feel like and you've gotten assertive I think by that, her. I think that God had a different <laughs> plan for you. Oh so Nancy God. says, Ugh, you, oh, I, said, I read oh, that already. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, so the dating things. So you've been dating for a number of years. Um and now you met somebody, and that's uh, that's amazing. It took me, I think, a year to meet Michael. I dated for a year, and I, ha I had no idea what these apps were. I was completely new to dating, yeah. but I had some great times and fun <laughs> stories, and I looked at it as an adventure when I went on each date. It was a disappointment, but it was <laughs> yeah. an adventure. I had some crazy... Like, <laughs> There was one girl I was kind of like hanging out with and then she went away and all of a sudden she was posting photos of a fruit basket that some guy sent there. And I'm like, who, who is that guy that sent the fruit basket? You know, it was like, or, or like, I, I, I you know, <laughs> you, you, you go, yeah, taken down by like a pineapple basket or something. It was like, you know, you have just like weird things would happen. Another the fruit woman, basket. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. That's scandalous. You go on like two or three dates and she's buying like, you know, I always pay. Cause I'm a nice guy. I'm always, I always pay. Like, uh, it's like, that's like her fourth $15 drink she just got, you, oh, you know? I hate, the, like, when your sister, your sister is saying she sent the fruit basket to herself <laughs> to make no. you jealous. No, she didn't. <laughs> you never know with these people. <laughs> I have so many dating stories, which I really should put into jokes. Yeah. That I dated one guy. Oh, God, I remember. I went out and I met him at a bar. A bar. And I found out he was a funeral director <laughs> and a massage therapist. <laughs> and he was so, like, he had a nasty-ass attitude. Yeah. And I'm always, like, really happy. And I'm trying to, like, you know, like, be, like work with him. Yeah. And, you know, just get through the date. Like, if you don't like me or you, whatever it is, or you, I don't like you. Like, this is our time together. Let's, let's make, like you said, let's make the best of it. Let's not be negative. And he just was so, like, you know, maybe between the, the, maybe between those two jobs, massaging dead bodies <laughs> somewhere. Oh, in there. I, I had, I, I, was like, I know there's a joke in here. <laughs> I put it on Facebook. Like this is over four and a half years ago. No, maybe four years ago. And all the people on Facebook who are my friends started putting in jokes. Right. Oh, he, he's, he's a real, he's, he, he's stiff to meet you. <laughs> like they had a million different right. jokes, but I didn't, I, I still don't use it in my act. Yeah, you should. Because it was, it hit too home, close to home at the time. Yeah. Maybe now I would use it. You know what's strange about my, my girlfriend? Um, I, w I was married to an Italian speech teacher. Right? Really? I had an on again, off again relationship with a speech teacher. And my current girlfriend is an Italian speech teacher. 
So it's something to third. You like what you like. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't think I have a, a type, you know, but it is kind of... Everybody has a type. Yeah, but speech pathology? Like what's, My daughter's a speech pathologist. Really? Well... Yeah. And she's, and she's half Italian. The half Italian, wow. But she I, has a boyfriend. Yeah. Peter Najek said... He messages the corpses. Massages, massages yeah, this is the, that's the, the thing. Everybody came in and they had their own little yeah. thing that they said. But, you know, and I still don't use it in my act, but I really should. Yeah, I had I, I have a stack of papers like this yeah. of jokes and stuff that I don't use. Yeah. Because Michael's like, my boyfriend, he's like, whenever you get something new that works, you throw something else out. He's like, why do you do that? <laughs> Keep what you had and just add to it and yeah. you'll have a longer set. But my thing is, whatever was working the least, I get rid of it. So that I have, like, to me, it's like a stronger set. And right. he's like, stop doing that. You're, you, that's why your set is not long enough. I was just talking to a young comic. Something I learned, like, always looking for new material, right? New material, new material. But the thing is, a way to expand the act is just to add jokes to stuff that already works you know add those we call them tags right yes. comedy like like add those tags to jokes you don't you don't have, always have to have like a new bit well it that's what i'm doing i'm right. just building on what i had already yeah. your sister said come uh he should massage the family members in the first row in the wake <laughs> and then she said comes with the platinum package <laughs> janelle i think you should go into comedy <laughs> my sister was always what, like is a your, class what does your plan? sister do she works in high-end retail. She sells really expensive clothes to people. Oh, I, I knew that. That's people. right. <laughs> uh, like yeah. a $200 I, belt. Yeah, Janelle, no. I'm not your clientele. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I don't buy any clothes. Oh, camera jockey. Hi, oh. Bruce. How are you? I have not seen Bruce in a long time. Me too. Time. Bruce is, yeah, Bruce is, uh, I've got a lot going on. With I always love when the camera jockey, Bruce, is in the crowd because I, I always tell everyone that he took, I love he did my nude photos. I discovered him. Stuff. Yeah? Me and Jennifer, he came to Coasters one day and he started taking pictures and everyone's, who's the, cre who, who's taking our picture? I don't like that. And I'm like, just be nice. Again, right. Yeah, be yeah. Nice. And it turns out he, he was, He's like all over and helps all these comics and does wonderful things for them. Again, just be nice. Uh, inside Bonnie joke. Oh, Peter Wolfinger, we were talking about you. We thought you were the one that read the ad. Peter is now in Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I call awake a peek in the box. And Peter, I saw your <laughs> photo of you relaxing on your property watching the farmland and it's like a gorgeous sunset and he's like this is a cool way to spend an evening and i'm jealous i yeah. really i would love to move to florida if i could move to florida i would but i'm stuck here so <laughs> i didn't know that about you you want to move there i love but florida. you don't like the heat i hate the heat i hate humidity i hate the heat but i love the governor there and i love you um, like the beach no, I hate the beach. <laughs> I don't Do you know like alligators? Florida's the best fit for you. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's economically, it's really good. Okay, yeah. The and taxes are, like... are good. Not the taxes. The um, What is it? Um, <laughs> I don't think they have... Cost is it of no living? income tax? Like, I wouldn't and be I think, taxed on my pension. Is it sales tax? I, I wouldn't get taxed on they my pension. They might not have income tax down there. Somebody in Florida, do yeah. so you guys have income tax? And, and, and the price of Which houses is awesome. starting yeah. to go up because everybody's running to Florida now. But... The houses compared to the houses here is like... Oh, yeah, you know. what you can get. Oh, Kathy's tuning in. He, she said, 
She hates everything about Florida, but wants to go. I mean, I, love I do. I want to go to Florida, but I will never be able to go. I don't like the alligators just roaming the streets in yeah. Florida. Oh, and big giant bugs. Yeah. They do have big, big giant bugs. But Peter Wolfinger, chime in about the good things about Florida. Because the, I know I've been to Florida and visited there. And it's cool because they have these giant supermarkets and... Like, um, they get they get stuck behind eighty five year old people with their shopping carts at these giants. <laughs> you do have There's to like slow thousands down. of them. Um, Peter Nedrick said their taxes are going up. Really? Well, that's not good. Okay, Michael said no income tax in I Florida. I will helicopter an alligator. Is that hel- you mean swing your? I will helicopter an alligator. I was says <laughs> Florida. My, my parents refused to move to Florida. There. My parents refused to move to Florida. My dad, My dad still lives in this house in Syosset. He's, he hasn't moved. He's still, he's 94. Yeah. He's still living in the same house. They tried to, oh my God, my mom was very good with the money. My dad knows not. He's like me. I take after my dad. My mom invested his money really well. And they went down to Florida on a free trip to tour because they were trying to get them to buy a timeshare, right? And my mom knew that they, it was a, it was like a, Fix, what's it called? Uh, like it's, a, a, it's not like a hoax, but I know what you mean. It's like a... It's a scam. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, we're going to get a free trip out of this. <laughs> and we're not going to sign anything. And, you know, we're going to get the food. And, then, and my dad, by the end, my dad was like, yeah, let's get this. <laughs> I'm like my dad. And my mom was like, no, no, no. But that's how they get up. In the past, that's how... Now everybody's going there on their own. They don't have to, um, they don't have to lure them there. Have- so Peter Wolfinger said... Public supermarket is awesome. It's huge. It's like, it's like almost like, um, I, like a giant. I guess like if you took a Costco and you times it by ten, that's how big these supermarkets are. They, they in have Florida. They have signs up like "Do not feed the alligators." Like who the hell is feeding the, the alligators? <laughs> no, seriously. The dumbasses from New York, like <laughs> me, who moved there. Yeah, with their kids. <laughs> there was like there was an old lady walking this little dog, and I there was an alligator like in the pond, and I'm like, you know, there's an alligator in the pond, and she's like, yeah, it's fine. Like, oh my that's god. The thing. I've seen people on videos go after dogs, go alligators going after yeah. little dogs. They will and eat stuff, dogs. You walk they your will dog eat around little the children. Pond. They will eat people. <laughs> but you could have a pool built like you could have like back in the I don't know if it's true anymore but you could have your own house built you could have a pool that's like or a or a, a hot tub mm-hmm. um, and the whole thing was like a hundred like a hundred thousand like a house here is like three hundred fifty four hundred thousand there you get the same house but with a pool a hot tub all screened in and no taxes and you know people are that's why people go there and they don't like the winters the cold weather but we haven't had cold weather we haven't had one it's snow been, day i don't want to jinx it no. i'm knocking the wood on mandy's no warm table. weather area i liked i was in new orleans i was in new orleans last year mm. that's my favorite kind of i've warm never weather. been there the greatest it's it's adult disneyland it's, it's on the greatest oh, yeah i have to yeah. go there michael what did you say it was Adult Disneyland. That's no, the, what the name of the New thing. Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Peter said, Florida man does literally 
molest the alligators and there are signs yeah. no bs he's true i took a picture it said do not molest the alligators Ew, he's don't right not touch them yeah. I mean, and dating was so bad for me i thought about it while i was down there <laughs> but i didn't do it but yeah they have these signs do not molest the alligators wait i know that if you take i don't know how i know this but if you take and the Kathy Arnold goes, yikes. <laughs> if you take a, a rubber band and you put it around the alligator or the crocodile's mouth, they can't open their mouth. Right. Or if you just grab their mouth. But who the f, f <laughs> wants to go and try that? Like, I would be running in the opposite direction, like, like Woody Woodpecker running away oh, you're from... you the person getting the bands on? Yeah. Why would you <laughs> want to go up to an alligator and try to put a rubber band around its mouth? Like, why? There's but a, there are crazy people out there. There's a guy I follow on Facebook. He's called Gator Chris. That's his name. Okay. And he's got, like, millions of... And he's a handsome guy. He's, I'll say it. He's very, <laughs> like, handsome. But, yeah, he, he posts... He trains alligators and stuff. And he's got thousands of videos. And they put one piece of tape, and they can't open. All the power is in closing, not uh-huh. opening. It's like one thing of electrical tape, and they can't open their mouth. Well, he's crazy. Yeah. And Kathy Arnold goes, someone's got to have balls, LOL. Not <laughs> Nan- me. Nancy said, Florida would be wonderful if, it, if the snowbirds would stay home. Oh, I know a lot of people. Uh, camera jockey said, fried alligator is yummy. I know a lot of people who are snowbirds who live here. They go to Florida for the winter. And when the winter's over, then they come back. And, you know, that's an interesting thing to do. Yeah. And you kind of have the best of both worlds. So she's laughing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to decide what to do. I mean, I'm not a good person with change. So I've been in the same house for over 20 years. And, you know, I would like to go someplace else, but I can't right now. But that doesn't mean I can't visit. So Camera Jockey said, Michael... Yep, kind of great with hot sauce. I don't know what he's talking oh, about. Oh, they're probably uh, talking with the... About oh, the alligator. alligator. Alli- Has I anybody eat alligator. eaten alligator? I haven't. Like, I, I'm not opposed to it. Everything tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. If, if a song played every time you walked in the door, what song would it be? What song? Well, it would have to be Brian Adams. That's my guy. So... I don't know. Maybe uh, Can't Stop This Thing We Started by Brian Adams. <laughs> okay. You know? okay. Brian Adams. Yeah, that's my guy. He's Canadian, but I love him. He's my guy, you know, and, and Def Leppard. I met I met Def uh-huh, Leppard. There you go. I did meet. I did met, you? So I had Bell's palsy. I got sick. Michael did too. Ago. Was All that right. recent? No. A couple of years ago, and long story short, a friend of a friend of a friend like got to the bass player of Def Leppard who had Bell's palsy, and it never went away. Okay, he still I struggles. didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, you never know if it's going to go wow. away or right. not. Stunning. Michael had it when he was a teenager. Yeah, I just I want to say, Kathy Arnold Jr. said she she actually had it, and it tastes like sausage. Yeah. And oh, I like sausage. Wow. So that was it. So, so, so I, I got invited palsy. to meet um, Def Leppard by the bass player, Rick Savage. And you had Bell's Savage. Palsy at the time? I had Bell's Palsy. So I took a picture, and it was kind of funny. I was with the whole band. I was with my son, and I was standing next to Rick Savage, the bass player, who also has Bell's Palsy. And they're like, smile for the picture. And Rick Savage goes, oh, sure. Put the two guys who can't smile together for the photo. Oh. You know? But, uh, yeah, so I, they, and they were great. They were, like, really nice. nice like, just great. Like, the greatest guys. They were oh, really that's awesome. Cool. That's cool because I've always loved them. So that's yeah. cool to hear that they're actually good people, too. 
Yeah, Brian Adams is my. I'm going to stalk him. I want to. I want to meet him. Okay. That's a bucket list uh, meet for me. That's I, funny because I have to say I don't. Do you do you know like could you name a song that like is a public song that people would know because I don't know them. I know the name of them, but I don't know them. Who's Kathy that? said, "Ha, huh, Mandy, I would." Lol. <laughs> Michael said, "Uses Bonnie, loves her." So I said, "Yeah." <laughs> I like you all girls. pork products. <laughs> <laughs> No, so what what does Def Leppard play? Because I know I must know them. Oh, pour some sugar yeah, on me. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's their say. big one. You sugar. would know it. I'm yeah. gonna play it it's in one minute when this show's over. Love yeah, you'll bites. have to play it for me. Yeah, you'll know. You'll know it for sure. It's the number one stripper song of all time. Really? Is that yeah, right? That's what they say. Yeah. I don't go to strip clubs, so I would not know. But anyways. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah, that's probably the most famous though. Pour some sugar on me. And love bites too, but I digress. Um. Chris, do you have anything you want to um, plug before we get off the, uh, the um, feed here? I mean, you can, my website's notmature.com. Notmature.com. So, yeah, check out my website. Okay. You know, I don't even, I don't know my schedule. I really don't, you know. You know. I'm in a show with you. Yeah. Oh, but it's on, a private party. Oh, yeah, so we don't Yeah, <laughs> we don't even like, have, we don't have to plug. That's what I mean. We have, I have private stuff so coming Peter up. Peter says, Peter Wolfinger says the one-armed drummer. Yeah, Def Leppard's drummer has one well, arm. Well, they have a lot of... People with issues. Yeah, in that it's, a, band. Yeah. It's, it's a charity act over there. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck's going on? And with they those just got guys. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, they're Ooh, you know they they're. It. So so when when I met them, the drummer Rick Allen was meeting like wounded warriors before the show. I I'm just saying they're the greatest. They're the oh, greatest nice. guys. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's the show, guys. You got anything else, Bonnie? Anything Could everyone else? share the show? Oh, yeah, share the show. And we'll see you Thank at... Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. The Avenue, formerly known as G's Club, on Monday, the 16th, 7.30 showtime. Yeah, that's it. I've done G's. That's a great... I grew up in West Hempstead. That's a great place. And we got to have you back. Yeah, G's is awesome. Love G's. Peter said, Def Leppard, three... Their songs, Love Bites, Rocket... Let's, oh, Let's Get Rocked. Uh, I, I don't the know them, Peter. All right, love you guys. Rock All right, bye, everybody. Share the show, share the show, share the show.